Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the Fools on a Hill podcast, where we bring you the latest news and our expert opinion on the newest releases in the world of music. I am Cal and I am joined by Yanni and Liam. Howdy, partners. Yeehaw. Howdy, partners. <laughs> How are we? We good? Oh, loving it. I'm here. Loving it. I feel like we've had a little warm up because of our previous outing. Well, mm. we do things. Yeah, we do things out of out of sync on the Fools on the Hill podcast, much like Liam's audio and visuals. Um, That's me. So we have just done an interview, our first ever interview. That will be out hopefully in the future. Hopefully within a week and a bit, maybe. A year. Um, we Definitely did it with. Yeah. Should we say who we did it with, or should we just leave it as a surprise? Just leave it. Just leave it. Leave yeah. it. You'll find wow. out. You'll you find will out. find out. An exciting be, new band. Yeah, there'll be a teaser on our socials, I'm sure, because we're trying to do this in advance. Uh, no promises there, though. So I was lying in bed last night with uh, with Karis, and she rubbed her eyes because she was tired, and she said, mm. "When I've rubbed my eyes too hard." I, I feel like I go to space because she sees like loads of colors and like twinkles yeah. and shit. And mm-hmm. I thought she was fucking bonkers. Um, so where yeah, do I you mean, stand on this? I mean, the no, LSD helps, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, do, do you ever quote unquote go to space when you rub your eyes? I don't really rub my eyes when I'm tired because I feel like that's a child thing to do. Yep, you can, <laughs> you can tell Karis that one. <laughs> I was just doing it. I got this. But I don't go like this. Yeah, sometimes they get like itchy. That's what I find when I'm tired. My eyes get itchy, and it feels nice to oh, kind of rub them. Nothing worse than a dry eye when you do it, and it's Tell me about like it. a clacking sound. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I I know what she's talking about. I don't physically go to space. Um, no, I don't think she physically goes to space. Spent she, all my she's life adamant that she's adamant she was abducted. Meeting up with Tay Swizz. Well, she's you know she's basically in the on her way down. Point. Yeah, she's burning up. Burning up for you, baby. Um, yeah, eyes, crazy things, eh? I always wonder, let's take this down down a notch, uh, up a notch, whichever you want to go. I do wonder what um, blind people see. Not see, that's a stupid The answer's in the thing. question. But, like, there must be something. I know some of them see light and stuff. Not just... The void. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy concept, being blind to me. Um, what's the story? Yanni, take it away, honey. Uh, this is Jamie your boy. T uh, is my child, yes. <laughs> Jamie T. Jamie Toronto. Um, the <laughs> theory of whatever, or as he said it, theory of whatever, um, coming out <laughs> July 29th. Um, that's right, he's announced an album. That's what I've just told you. Um, there will be a lead single coming out uh, called The Old Style Raiders. That is not out yet, but it will be out as of Wednesday, the day of your ears being blessed with this podcast. Yes. So, uh, we're excited. Been a while I since am. Trick, five years, I think. Was it? Was it it? Trick? trick, Trick, Trick. Yeah, I'm excited. I always love Jim T. Yeah, Liam? Yeah, I'm intrigued. Um, what was played? He played a few snippets on that little video. It was a very funny announcement video. Hmm. Yep, I thought it sounded pretty good, and um, you know, I did, I did enjoy that Jamie T album. That I can't remember the name of. Um, um, panic prevention. It's pan- the the panic of preventions. Um, and so I'm looking forward to see what's uh, what's next. I've I've skipped from the beginning to the end. And I'm happy Brilliant. with that. Cool. Um, it's also not, it's not it's kind of news, but uh, yeah, yeah, yes, have announced that they're doing like a string of string of new shows and there's new music on the way, which is oh, quite cool. big considering they've not released anything since 2013. Whoa, whoa, um, whoa! Do we like the yeah, yeah, yes? Uh, I love the song maps songs. Yeah, I think maps I'm excited is one for of that. Best songs ever, ever. Wow. Yeah, really. One song. of the bands that I've not really uh, given much of a deep dive. No, yeah, I've not really given much of a deep dive, but I'm a big fan a, of not, the singles. I'm really upset that you copied the sentence because it wasn't a very good sentence. <laughs> yeah, I've never really given him a deep dive. Um, no. Uh, the singles are very good, so I'm excited to see what is next. And Karen O's last project, Lux Primo, with Danger Mouse, was fucking incredible. So, Oh. So, yes. 
happy boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, is that all the stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no that, more stories. Those are all the stories. Um, so, you know, as the uh, the summertime approaches, as, uh, you know, death must greet us all one day, the certainty is that which is mirrored with our next section. Come on. Um, it's hot off the press, boys. Whoa. It is hot off the press. It's so hot and steamy and juicy and... Anorak Patch EP, which of course stands for what, Liam? Oh, I was confused. Anorak Patch stands for Anorak Patch. EP stands for Anorak Patch. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, that's right, they've got an EP out, and we're going to talk about it. There's quite a few songs on this EP, I think. Seven. Yeah, it's uh, a lot. The EP's called By Cousin Sam, by the way. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk you through it. Um, Hal's going to go first. Uh, are we going through track by track, or do you want me to just give you an overall? I haven't done track by track, so if you've got an overall, okay. Um, well, I thought Cousin Sam was a pretty decent opener. I don't really feel like they needed to split up Cousin Sam intro and Cousin Sam. Um, Paris will be paid for. I liked it more than when we heard it a couple of weeks ago, but I still, I'm not really too fond of it. I rate one of the tracks of the year. Love it. So, so good. Delilah, it was alright. Uh, not spectacular, and that is kind of what I thought about Blue Jeans and Polyfilla too. It was alright. Um, but I wasn't really too fussed at all, other than I rate. Sorry, guys. No, it's an Arak Patch. Sorry, mate. Sorry. It's an Arak Patch. Um, um, I actually disagree with the Cousin Sam intro splitage. Um, because I think the way Cousin Sam starts is a perfectly valid and good start to the song. And I like the intro as an intro to the EP. Maybe they should have called it something different to, uh, you know, navigate that discussion. Um, <laughs> however, uh, so Cousin Sam, I think, is an alright song. I rate a pretty decent song. I was waiting for Cam to jump in on me saying pretty decent. I don't really care. It's the best song you've ever heard. He doesn't care about you. Um, I didn't say that, did I? You sound like you did. The rest of it, um, yeah, it just wasn't really doing it for me. It didn't quite... I just don't necessarily like the sound they're going for. The last few songs were quite samey. I think for such a young band, if you you actually consider that, it's actually a really good effort. But um, yeah, just not quite for myself. Wow. Well, that leaves me, doesn't it, boys? Um, Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really that arsed with it. Um, I thought it was a bit samey, unfortunately. And some of the vocals just seemed a bit, like, too monotonous for me. Um, Yeah, it's yeah, just a bit like that, I'm afraid. That's all I've got, really. You sound a bit like the CP, Yanni. Yes, thank you. Um, So, yeah, no more comments on that. Um, We're going to move on. James cool. Wrighton. Yeah. Um, has... It's actually credited as James Wrighton and Benny Anderson. Okay. Which um, feats Benny Anderson. Benny um, of uh, Abba, yeah? Uh, yeah? Benny as in the Jets. Uh-huh. Um, Empty Rooms is the name of the song. And I'm going to say this is quite Metronomy-esque. Mm. Vocally. It was... I... Yeah, I, I suppose. I thought it was. Uh, it sounded like. Um, what do you call him? I've just face? skipped to a Joe. Um, I've just Joe, skipped yeah. to a part where he's singing in higher. Um, what do you call Register. it? Higher Register. Register. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, higher octave, and it does sound a bit like when <laughs> Joe <laughs> does the same. So yeah, I got that. Uh, I see it. Um, as for the song, wasn't really that blown away by it. No, I don't think it's all that special. I think he's kind of, uh, I don't know what the phrase is like, but he's done well to claim this as a feature 
from Benny Anderson. I don't really. He, he spoke on his Instagram that there being like a piano solo from Benny, and it, it was all right, but uh, you know, it was. I don't know. It doesn't really strike me as being. You could do quality. better, Carl, is what you saying? Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am better than Benny from ABBA, as you can see from that keyboard. We've, we've all been there. Am I next or are we next? Oh, fucking energy. Christ. I can't remember if I energy spoke or not, so I wasn't sure if you were you waiting for me. I, yeah, we're always waiting for you, mate. You, you, oh, all you God said was that it. you did listen to the high part and yeah, stop doing that with your hands, <laughs> fucking got, Mr. Burns. What you, what's going on? Really start. <laughs> um, what do I think of this song? Yeah, I think it was just pretty... Okay, fine. It sounded nice. I liked the, the sound. Yeah, I like the production. Oh yeah, didn't care much for the song. (laughs) (laughs) It painted an image in my brain of a song uh, (laughs) that was playing. We're gonna move Um, on to um, Crush Puppies. They've released another song. Is this their second song now, or have they released quite a few at this point? Second one we've covered. Uh, Yeah, I don't think they've released anything else. The song is called Throw Me on the Fire. And that's sometimes how I feel when I want Liam to do things and he's just quiet. Um, I'm going to speak up right now, though, and tell you that it's actually the third song we've covered. And they oh. have released quite a bit of music before. So we were completely wrong on every front. Oh, no, not, I say quite a bit. They've released something. Nice. Four songs uh, before we've covered them. Oh, dear. Um well, I didn't think this was a bad song. Um, it wasn't really mind-blowing. Um, if I was to be more hum- complimentary than I currently am being, I would say that, that I really like the guitar tones. Yes. Yeah, tones sounded nice, but as a song itself, it was kind of a bit mid for me. Didn't hate it, didn't really like it. It was okay. Um, Yeah, I think I I mostly agree. I haven't. Sorry, I haven't listened to most of these I've only listened to all these ones, so I'm reminding myself. But um, yeah, I agree. I think the guitar tones are good. I like, again, the style they're going for. I think the song itself maybe doesn't kind of uh, live up to that quite as much. It reminds me a bit of uh, a bit of war paint vocally, which I like. It tickles that uh, that war paint vocal itch. I get a lot. It's like down I love here. T- it's tickling of the itch. Talking of war paint, sorry to cut across you. Is that out on Friday, that album? It's a possibility, yeah. I think it is, you know. Oh, my uh, God. I'll what have a, a day. What, what a day. day. <laughs> what a day. Um, okay. The Arcade then... Fire album's out this Friday, I think. Oh, yes. I oh shit. Double spotlight. Hey-ho. Uh, hey. <laughs> 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 uh, speaking of Arcade Fire, am I oh, right, so boys? Bloody planned it, boys. Um, they've released another song off their album, which is coming out very shortly. Um, it's called Unconditional One. Look out, kid, in brackets. Or is it Unconditional I? <laughs> I, it's I assume it's one. one. Is it one? Because yeah. I thought yeah. I've, I have got the, the Unconditional I. <laughs> very dramatic. <laughs> it is. Uh, fitting for Arcade Fire, I'd say. Um, it works. No, it's yeah, one it's... of uh, there's going to be like under, unconditional two, unconditional three, maybe. Just I like think the whole album is basically that kind of thing. I yeah, think it is as well. There's mm, like three okay. or four sets of songs. I um so thought it was just all right, to be honest. Wasn't anything too special about it for me. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It was compared to the lightning part two. Um, which is a stonker. It's a dirty little stonker. Um, (laughs) This was a bit more um, easy listening, wasn't it? But yeah, not much more to it. I like the song, but I don't. It it didn't really blow me away. But I I really like it. Um, The melody was really nice, despite it being quite basic. But I just love Wynn's voice. It's just it just gets me every time. It is a win-win. Hey. It is. It is. Uh, Liam. Um, yeah, I think this is a really like kind of nice song. It's a little bit cheesy. It reminds me a bit. It actually, the very beginning it sounds like that uh, Vampire Weekend song that came on a long ago. Um, 
Yes. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't make yeah. that as a note, but I did think that. I, I, when it came on earlier, I thought, why is this song? And I was like, oh, this is Occupy. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I like the song. There's a few chord progressions that I think are a bit more interesting than you'd have expected from wh- where they start, if that makes sense. Because it does yeah, seem man. very cheesy and poppy, and they kind of. It's nice. It's it's a well written song. I think it's not the most exciting thing. Uh, it's not doesn't live up to Lightning Two for sure. So <laughs> we are. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty good. That's all I've got to say. I just want to let you guys know that yeah, the OK Fire album is out on Friday. Was the Warpaint album out? Carl, did you work uh, out? Yes. So like yep. I said about five minutes ago, double spotlight. Uh, well, so double yeah, well, funny enough, so is uh, Ronan Blackout's Coastal Fever. Yeah, we're oh, not going to talk about that, are we? Yeah, so, I mean, I'll definitely listen to it. So, oh, good yeah. for you, but I, I don't, Liam, Sharon I don't give a shit. Sharon Renekton as well. Uh, Jan, if you're interested in this. Uh, yeah, after no one gives fact. a shit. After the fact. I'm not going to, you know, I wouldn't have brought it up right now. Dickhead. <laughs> you know? Um, Black Keys, um, they're back again. This is the second song from the album. They are back the, indeed. The, and uh, they're back in a good way. It ain't over, and I'm glad it ain't. Because yeah. this is, I thought, a return to form. Yeah, I um, like the last track as well. What was that, that called? Wild, wild? Wild, ch- wild Child. Wild Child. Wild Child. Yeah, like I said, musically, I think this is pretty, well, without this coming across the wrong way, pretty like what you'd expect from a Black Keys, pretty, pretty heavy Black Keys. Um, and then, but the vocals... I've mentioned it a couple of times in our group chat. Yeah. Unbelievable. So the, the, they must be the best vocals he's ever done on a track. It's, Without a shadow of a doubt. I've always, like I said before, I've always liked his voice, but this was top notch. There was I'm... something so sexy about the verse that <laughs> I was just like, oh, Daniel. <laughs> um, I'm a bit confused because I don't disagree. I think the vocals are great on this song. They don't stand out massively to me, though, compared to oh, like, they are. the older stuff. Yeah, yeah. You go back to, like, Brothers and stuff, there's a few songs on that album that sound like this. There's, there's For me, similar it's... kind of the the vocal kind of um, effect on there, which kind of ties in the sexiness. Um, and I think what he's singing isn't necessarily difficult to make it that he's singing it well, if that makes sense. And not that he's not. Next week, we've got that. Liam doing a Black Keys cover. <laughs> Well, there's actually one on YouTube. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there is. Um... Um, but, um, I'll, yeah, go on. I'll let that sit and I'll come back in a minute with the rest of the song. Yeah. Go on, what you uh, saying? For, for me, it's uh, it's the chorus when he's saying it ain't over and he holds on to over uh, in quite the high register for for him, I'd Octave. say. Octave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, the, Again, the, there's the... a few songs from back in Brothers that you've oh, seen. Liam. Like this, so. Let me enjoy things with you. It's, it's all been, it's been done. Yeah. Honestly, he very rarely enjoys things, Liam. So just let it. That's why I'm so on guard. I feel like I need to like push it back because on guard. On guard. I also enjoyed the uh, the jackass riff at the end. <laughs> just like Corona. Breathe. Um, it sounds so much like. Oh the yeah, no, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a really good track. Yeah, I'm, no, excited. I'm excited. Is that riff. Yeah. yeah, no, it just actually is that riff straight up. Is it? Yeah, straight up. Um, dead. I didn't talk about the song. Sorry, I didn't talk about yeah, the well, song properly. Only well, well uh, yeah, I really like the return Mirrors. to form. I think someone said that. I'm going to copy it. Um, yeah, yeah, said that. And it does sound a lot like Brothers, uh, which is the best album. Yeah. Um, yeah. I very much appreciate that. I think the guitar tone and like the solo and stuff, oh, mwah, gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I think it's just got a great groove to it, this song. I love the backing vocals. Um, and I just got to the part where they play Corona. Yeah, it's literally Jack Ass Yeah, very soon. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah thanks, Liam. Um, I'm glad that in the end you you enjoyed it. Um, dead or dead, 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 dead. <laughs> empty <laughs> in my mind. This name of the track. This gave off like the. Is it called t- empty in my head? Sorry, I've written that down. Wrong. Go on. I've only got it off motion. It, so. you silly boy. Empty in my mind is the song. Um, this gave me the 
early 2010s indie vibe. And well, I like that. Totally. Well, to contradict what you said, uh, it doesn't do anything for me whatsoever. It's a bit <gasps> annoying, in fact, is what I wrote. Wow. I just really didn't vibe with it, man. I really like this. <laughs> uh, I think it was the vocals. They were just a bit much. I fucking love this song. I yeah. really did. I think it's a did good we, time. We've covered, we, we've covered Dead Same. quite recently. Yeah, we? we've covered yeah. one of the songs. I did, I don't, a good time too. I don't think I really like that <laughs> like, either. Grow up. Well, Who do you think you are? I Yeah, I really like this. Something about it. The, the guitars, the tone of it is straight out of like the early 2010s. Like it sounds like um, not dive, but the thing they were before that, um, or the thing Cole was in before that. What's it called? Fuck's sake, Liam, you talk about it, and I'll I'll just be rude and interrupt you. Um, yeah, no, I just think it's a good time. It also reminds me of those kind of like uh, beach fossils. You, you say early noughties for me, it just makes me feel like 2014. I feel like it's a 14. rough vibe I'm getting. I can't <laughs> think of like what bands, but. This, there was a time, time where you were just. This was the music. It, it, it encompasses that time very, very well. But I think it's a great song on it in turn, right? Um, I like the vocals. Again, good times. Brilliant. I like, Before the hook, we move... I like the chorus hook. Oh, that was just very close. <laughs> uh, before we move on, talking of Dive, uh, Yanni, have you seen they're reissuing Ocean? Yeah, uh, very expensive. <laughs> Uh, I've not looked. Ocean. That's what I was going to ask. You can only get uh, it from America, from what I saw anyway. Oh, um, and the fuck it out. Yeah, the bundle was already like forty dollars, so I've I've already got it. Anyway, forty dollars. Did you um, get it? Me? Or have I already got it as well? The ratio. I bought. I don't know. Ah, I know. I have. Um, yeah, I got it for like nine quid. Rough trade did. They were gr- so well priced. Um, and I think we should go and see them in Manchester because it's like sixteen quid. Why would we not go? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to see them in Primavera, so that's Great, the reason why I know. Uh, yeah, I'm already hey. seeing them there, Carl, so... You don't even like them here, so you can fuck them. Well, yeah, I'm not paying 16 uh, quid to see him again. Fucking stupid. Well, you weren't invited. I was talking to Yanni. Where my fellow shoegazer. Uh, the Apollo, I think. When, when is it? Uh, August sometime. Yeah, um, why not? Let's fucking go. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, anyway, to... boys. No, you're um, not invited anymore. <laughs> After I, uh, we'll, after hang on, out. hang on. Sorry, we will be doing. Sorry, Carl. I don't know what you said then. It might have been important. Was it? Was it? Was it? No, it's not? fine because no? it's. Okay. Well, it's going to be a We all do a classic album spotlight, probably of Ocean at some point. Yeah, we will be. So I might Ooh, get really uh, into it. Maybe I might will. An ocean head, a dive. I might be diving everywhere. I don't know if you will. I, I really like don't think you will either. A marmite thing. Yeah. I love it. Yanni loves it. Anyway, do you know what? I was going to be really nice to you there, Liam, as a random act of kindness <laughs> to link into Kevin Morby. But you are on my last nerve. I'm just joshing with you, baby. I'm just having fun. Uh, Kevin Morby has released another song. Uh, it's called A Random Act of Kindness. Um, it's Surprise, surprise, another good tune from this upcoming album, in my opinion. However, and I can't stress this enough, the first brass hit that comes in is so out of key with what should be played, I was infuriated. (laughs) The very first note? First brass hit. So it's not like when the song starts straight away, it's like a bit more into it when it starts. It does not start with brass? No, it's like a violin. Oh, there might be some subtle in the background, but like I mean, like the proper like kind of brass hit. Okay, I'll take you with that. Thanks, uh, guys. Um, please talk as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I would have. But I would have been speaking over you. Um, it's my least favorite of the three so far, but I don't hate it, which I think is a good sign because I can't stress how much I hated the last album. <laughs> You, did you not like that, that actual, one? No. That was actual hatred, not just I don't, oh, I don't like this. <laughs> it was hatred. That's so weird. It's so weird that you hate that album. Maybe I'll come back and like it's it. Such Maybe a lovely I album. Will. It's just nice. Uh, Maybe if you go grow to like time... his voice more from this album, then maybe you'll appreciate it more. I think it was at the time where we were listening to three albums as well yeah, as the Spotlight, and it was just like 
I hate my life. Why have I done this? It's um, maybe it's quite like a, it. a minimal album. So maybe I'm not into them. Yeah, because yeah, maybe fuck all happens. Such, such a... Anyway, this song. Anyway, Liam, I think yeah, go on. Is um, I think the song's very, very nice. Yeah, really like it. I think a very good vocal performance from him. Um, and yeah, I think it's a very nice and twinkly, and it just feels. It's very soothing to listen to. I like it. Well done, Kev. <laughs> oh, go on, Kev, lad. Uh, on. Next up, who have we got, Yanni? With the new track, See You Soon. Um, That's not on there. Has she released this song before? Probably. Um, wow. I was... I was um, Going to write down all the album news from this as well because I saw Blood Records had uh, announced one. Uh, it was announced ages ago. We just were just splatter, not on the ball. It? Yeah, it was, it was quite a nice record, but I don't it want nice. it because this song did niche for me. Niche, man. Um, you got what you'd expect. It's niche painfully Kumar. dirty hit, isn't it? It's so dirty here. Oh, God. It's, my hit was so dirty. Um, yeah, just boring, man. Just like I, I, when they started playing, so I thought this is every Biab. What's it? What's it called? Biab. I don't know what it's actually called anymore. It's this is every Biab song I've ever heard. It's exactly the same. There's nothing different apart from like the first few songs she put out that were remotely interesting. Yeah, Cologne, great tune. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was a good song. Yeah, Kolsch from Cologne. He's here again with the Kolsch. Um, Please sponsor me because it's so hard to buy in the UK. And the fruit, I feel like I see it all the time. Well, it's so hard to buy in Northwest England that isn't Liverpool. <laughs> um, and you know the song about Stephen Malcolmson. There's another one at the same time. We're pretty all right songs. You know, she was coming from a place that was slightly different, maybe to stuff at the time. That's now caught up to her. I feel like, uh, and now it's this, and this is boring. Yeah, this She's is. Been Trinated into the dirty hit um, yep. machine. Uh, moving on, we have Ty Segal um, with I the song well. <laughs> Hello. Hello, hi. Hi. Okay. Um, the, this song came out of nowhere. Starts off like very sort of quiet. There's a if you're listening through headphones, whatever, in your right ear, and I show him mono like Liam, um, <laughs> and then it's straight down the middle, baby, um, <laughs> little vocal thing, and then boom, straight in, heavy guitars, fuzz to the max. Um, I thought the verses sounded, guitar tone-wise and sort of rhythmically, like the last Queens of the Stone Age record. Um the choruses didn't sound anything like it. Um, but yeah, the verses I thought did. Um, like I say, I thought the guitar tones were great and I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought this was um, pretty decent, to be fair. The the tone was a particular highlight, but I don't know how much I'll revisit it. Um, I've never listened to Ty Seagal before. Should I? It's actually Ty Seagal, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Steven Seagal. Um, Jason Seagal. Um, did Ty Seagal do st- shit with someone else that we covered a while back? Yeah, Fuzz. Yeah, we listened to the f- new Fuzz album. Was it Fuzz? Was it? Was, yeah. it, was there not? Yeah, and it was called. Ty- oh. It was all three of them stood there, and it was bad. It wasn't good. It was bad. Bad. It was bad. Good. Bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this definitely seems like an improvement to that. For sure, I'm actually looking forward to hearing what this album might bring because um, that Fuzz album wasn't good. Empirically not good. Hundred uh, percent, man. Um, so yeah, that's the hot of the press section done, dusted. Um, we have got a lovely little light to guide us to our next section. Um, to compare this to any sort of other light would would only be silly. It, um, it's its own unique light. Um, it's above the rest. Um, it's the album spotlight. The blossoms, the blossoms, 
Uh, Ribbon Around Your Bum is the album. No, it's not. That was a joke from an old podcast. <laughs> it's actually called Ribbon Around the Bomb because I want to be professional here, okay? Um, I've not made individual notes. That's how professional I am. Um, <laughs> but we are going to go through it track by track. Callum's going to um, make up for most of this. Yeah. Because the Blossoms are his favourite band. Um, Colum loves the Blossoms. Um, Colum so, Blossoms, one more time. Uh, it's actually Blossoms, mate. <laughs> um, so it starts <laughs> with the track, The Writers. I, overall, I feel like this album was very um, self-indulgent for Tom. There's a lot of yeah. references to himself and being like the writer, the poet, and just yeah, fuck off. That that annoyed me <laughs> from the beginning. You know what I mean? Fair enough. He's never um, written like from a. He has. He's written from a personal perspective, but not uh, interpersonal. If that is a word, I don't know. It is a word. Wow. Is it the right word for what I'm? I don't about think... relationships and stuff. Yeah, but he, but he never really writes about himself and his own mental. Being, it's always oh, it's just like... personal. It's just personal. Okay, so <laughs> not interpersonal. Okay, sometimes. brilliant. Um, so yeah, it did seem a bit self-indulgent, but I don't know. I think it was just a bit out of. I don't know. It's just out of character for compared to the other albums. The sulking poet actually came from an Instagram page that called him the sulking poet. Um, just so it's just yeah. I mean, there's. There's one thing to see that and be like, oh, that's, you know, it's quite a nice thing that someone would have called me the Sulkin Poet. And then to write a whole song uh, and have that be. Song, maybe. Yeah, it's. Uh... Anyway, um, uh, let's, let's go over this. It starts off with the writer's theme. Nice little uh, string introduction to mm-hmm. the album. Um I think it kind of is, does a good job of setting the mood for the rest of the album, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, I, and the transition into O to NYC is... Yeah, it's a good nice. transition. Um, mm, yeah, I like that transition too. It's, um, the album seems very... Uh, I say it seems very different. When you, It does seem different. It is. it is different. When Obviously I was, the... yeah, when people were saying that the the singles sounded different compared to Foolish Love and Spaces, I did not agree. I thought it was just a nice continuation. There were some different aspects, but I didn't think it was like this big stylistic change that people were talking about. But the album as a whole, I do think, actually is. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that transitions beautifully into O2 NYC, which I believe was a single, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, um, what does NYC stand for? Um, not your cock. Ah, uh, wow, that's true. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was this the, the first single, or was no? no it was the third. Uh, well, I think at the time I, I could be getting it mixed up with a different single, but I think I remember saying that this sounded slightly different for Blossoms. Yeah, I think you both actually quite liked it, but said that the. The vocals were a little bit wet, which I agreed with. Um, I mean, it, it's all right. It's yeah, it's not that bad. Um, I've not really got a whole lot to say. Like I say, I've not got notes, so I'm just yeah. Trying to I think it does. It, it does what it tries to do quite well. It paints a great picture of New York, um, but I do think that the lyrics are a little bit. I don't on the nose a little bit, but like it's just. They work well, but they just kind of feel a little bit too, too forced. If that makes sense, like mm. I don't know, but I don't know. I do feel like I am coming at this from like an extra hypercritical point of view because we all know how much I love blossoms. So well, it, I, it, it, it's good that you've got this um, head on. To be honest with you, yeah, just because... being blindly. Um, infatuated with everything that they released yeah i do really like the record i'm not saying that i don't and i think obviously i will like it a lot more than both of you but i did i don't like this record as much as i've liked previous ones at this stage so yes (laughs) next liam are you okay (laughs) 
There's a lot of noise going on in this household. Okay, as long as you're okay. That is fine. fine. Next up, we have title track, Ribbon Around the Bum. Um, I think this is a very, very good tune. It sounded a lot like Care For, so like, I was worried at this point when it was released as a single. Uh, but I think the middle eight is is really strong. Tom is a very good writer of a middle eight, in my humble opinion. It's a good tune. Decent. I I thought this sounded most like um, if you think this is real life. Mm. Yeah, maybe so. Um, yeah, at this point when I was listening to, it, I thought they can definitely Tom can definitely write a solid pop song. Mm-hmm. There's no dispute in that he doesn't have to write a song. Yeah. Um, it's just I didn't really feel like, uh, well, not for a while anyway, that there was anything that really stood out to me, unfortunately. It, it all worked very, it, so far it's worked very well together. Nothing seems out of place at this moment in time on the album, but to that same effect, no one, nothing's um, stood out to me either, unfortunately. Well, what I would, I'd like to say I'm quite disappointed with is I think it was around the time, well, it was obviously around the time Foolish Little Spaces was released i'm sure joe the drummer said that they were going to go in the direction that like gravity was on the last record which was kind of a bit more i wouldn't say psychedelic but a bit more weird and a bit more a bit heavier and just a bit kind of grittier whereas this has just not materialized whatsoever no it's not gone down that path at all i'm a little bit disappointed in that regard i do think it is a good album but i would have liked to have seen them kind of experiment a bit more kind of gone into like their humbuggy phase should we say to, mm-hmm. you know comparatively which is a bit of a shame Liam what do you think about ribbon around your bum oh you're right um, I right so I'm going to start and say that I only listened to half the top okay no offence <laughs> <don't know>, <laughs> we're, we're not possible. yeah right? that was the wrong uh, phrase to use um, I thought ribbon around the bum was fine it's all very kind of like it's a bit too cheesy for me, I think, is a kind of... Yeah. This is definitely the cheesy... It's, it's the cheesiest album that they've done. I completely yeah. agree. And I think Ribbon Around the Bomb is pretty cheesy. Like, it's nice. Like it's, it's fine to listen to. If it was on the radio while I was driving, I wouldn't be asked to turn it off. But I wouldn't choose to listen to it at the same time. Um, I'm, mm. I, I might as well say now, for the whole half of the album that I listened to, it was the same the whole way through. Like, this, between this song and Silken Poet... Sounds like the same song. Mm, Almost. I get that. Like, uh, so it's, you know, that's, that's me. My opinion. Well, uh, okay, we won't come back yeah. to you directly then. You can just Definitely. interject when you when you feel like you need to. Um, yeah, so Sorkin Poet is the next one. Um, I thought rhythmically it was quite interesting because um, it's one of those songs where I couldn't Im- immediately get the. Uh, the rhythm that it was going for. I was only listening to it through my MacBook speakers, so there wasn't really any bass low end to it. So it was just pure claps. Um, <laughs> pure claps, lad. And um, yeah, I thought that was all right. But like Liam said, it's not that indistinguishable from Ribbon Around the Bomb if you're just mm-hmm. sort of hearing it in the background yeah. like I was. Yeah, I get that. This was my least favourite of the four singles, uh, but it has grown on me, but it's still not... I still don't like it as much as the other three. Um, although I really like when the bass comes in in the second verse. You just said you didn't really get any bass, so you won't have uh, experienced that really, but I I think it's very nice. Charlie always has great bass lines. Yeah, he is it's, a good bass player. It's all right. It's It's a good tune. Probably wouldn't have had it as a as a single, um, I would have had the next track, Born yes. Wild, as one of the singles. Um, I've listened to a lot of, um, you know, I, I listen to all their Q&As on Instagram and all that shite. Um, and a lot of them have pinpointed Born Wild as like their favourite off the record. So, probably release that as a single. No? Save and best of luck. Maybe. Maybe. This was one of the first ones that stood out to me as mm. being interesting. I'm well, a guitar guy, so yeah. the riff helps. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, that's fair. But I think this is one of two that, that sound like quite war. No. no. I was going to say, I thought of... this one sounded like, like gravity. 
Yeah, maybe so. But um, this was one of two that sounds quite war on drugsy, a bit stripped back and not as not as effective as that. But I kind of got that. Um, I know what you had. I think it, I think it's the chorus pedal basically. <laughs> um, but this and everything about you, which we'll talk about in a minute, they mm. they were two that I thought you two would like out of the record. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this uh, this is my favourite so far. When I was listening, this like I say, this one stood out. The mm. riff is good. Um, not really much else to say on that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's a very, very good track. One thing I am slightly disappointed with on this record is a lot of the choruses. Um, I feel like a lot of them are just this, the title just repeated over and over which they're probably going for, like, sing-along value at gigs, which is completely fair enough. But, um, yeah, I kind of get that on quite a few of the tracks. But this is a highlight for me, personally. Yeah. Um, then we go on to The Writer, which is an acoustic number. Um, Harmless, it's all right. It's a, sort of like a good middle song, I suppose, middle point yeah. to an album. Um but yeah, not really anything too in depth to say on that. If I'm being honest, yeah, I think it's uh, it's the mo- it's the one that sounds the most like early Blossoms first um, album kind of thing. Yeah, even uh, Tom's old band Save the Master Sound. I've heard a few of their tracks. It's very like early Tom, which is strange that it just feels a bit out of place stylistically, but. It works if that makes sense. You need an acoustic number at this point. I think it does it quite well. It's very half the world away. It's very oasis. Not as... I think, yeah, yeah, it felt very yeah. oasis. Um, it would work well as like a theme to an old gritty British sitcom. Uh, hmm. Early Doors were. I've, I've been watching Early Doors the last few half days. Galaxy is also my fault. We will talk about that after this. <laughs> um, what a show. Um, it would it would work if that's what they were going for. I think I could see it being soundtracking that, but it, it it's good. Didn't set my world right, but it's good in this scenario. I think. Cool. Uh, moving on, everything about you. Uh, another one that I liked um, might be the chorus pedal. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I knew. Uh, um, Liam, I'm. You know, I know you're busy and all that, but I kind of wish you'd listen to, especially Born Wild in this one, because I think you would actually really like these. I did, I did hear um, Born Wild first time around. I've just reminded myself of it, and I'm listening to everything about you now. And these sound the most interesting out of the stuff that I've heard for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point, I think everything about you would probably be my favourite. There's a bit of knee for you, who uh, people are watching at home. <laughs> what a um, if it, if I've not cut it out in the square ratio we've got going on um yeah i like everything about you um thank you ah thanks man yeah <laughs> uh they've released this as well they've i i think they're re- releasing a video for every track the way that they've kind of mentioned this, talked about it, i think that's what they're doing but they release a different version on the video and it's it's kind of like an acoustic version but the deluxe album has like piano versions but i don't think it's going to be that because there wasn't much piano in it but that was a really nice stripped back version of the track. And that made me like the album version more because it kind of made me realize it was just a good song. If you can strip a song back to its core and it still be good, then you know you're onto a winner. Exactly. And I think, and I think that this is a perfect example of that. Uh, this, as I said before, this was the other one that kind of reminded me of War on Drugs. Not directly, but it just gave me that vibe that they'd probably been listening to them. Again, just the chorus pedal, I assume. <laughs> well, you two carry and on because I have nothing more to say. I need a toilet, so I'm just going to come back. Oh, okay. brilliant. Okay. So, yeah, I wasn't no worries. But hey, uh. This is how we should have done the podcast anyway, Yanni. Just me and you. Yeah, definitely. Could have got a lot more done, couldn't we? Uh, <laughs> moving on to Careful, which unfortunately is a song that I don't care for. Yanni. Um, I love this track. I loved it as soon as it came out. I've played it so much. It's got some disco know. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't really <laughs> care for it. Um, yeah, fair play. Um I'm massively into like the seventies aesthetic, so I'm I'm I like 
the route that this album has taken in that regard. I'm disappointed it's not heavier like I thought it would be based on the previous one, as we say. But like I said before, I am very surprised that the album feels as different as it does when this was released. I just thought, oh, it is just Foolish Living Spaces too. Yeah. But I love the song, so I'm going to sell it off. Uh, moving on to Cinerama Holy Days, which you mentioned before about this being like their humbug. You know, you wanted it to be like their humbug. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was a song that probably had that same vibe, had a humbug e vibe to me. Um, whether it was the timing of things, the rhythms or the yeah. chords at certain points, um, it was all right. Um, however, the chorus is shit. Yeah, it see, this is what I mentioned before. Chorus. It's just the title over and over again, yeah. which is a shame. I do kind of feel like that was a massive oversight because t- normally the choruses are so, there's just so much going on, but I don't know. But saying that, the transition from the chorus back into the second verse, the way that piano riff is, it works. That, that is brilliant. Um, I just... I really like this tune. It is just a massive shame about the chorus. I think yeah, I I was finding myself enjoying it, and then it hit the chorus, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, it's just yeah. they've really let themselves down." <laughs> I completely agree. I think musically, the verse in this song is the most interesting on the record. Okay, just the timing is a bit. It's not timing, but like, it's just a bit. It's not as straight as everything seems to be. Hmm. And then we have Edith Machinist, which on a re-listen sounds a bit like the Smiths. <laughs> oh, I've not really um, thought of that. This one is probably the one that didn't grab me as much out of them all. Uh, I still like it. I'm not saying I don't, but I, if this would be the last one I'd put on if I was starting it on shuffle like you do. But I really like the outro, Deny the Light. I could just imagine that being good live. It's very yeah. basic again, but it just kind of worked. Yeah, I, I quite enjoyed this one. Um, it's the guitar and the drum pattern that sounds a bit mm. like the Smiths for me. The rest of it doesn't end up sounding like the Smiths. Um, but yeah, I like this. I like the the lyrics um, as well. Um, the I like the melody of nice it. Sorry to put in. Yeah. No, that's all mm. right. Thanks. Um, that's what you're here for, yeah, just for butts. Just a big butt. Um, so yeah, I was uh, presently surprised by that. And this will sound really weird, but I'm glad this is a good song because I like the name of the title. <laughs> hmm. um, so yeah, and then we move on to visions. Which is this the longest blossom song to ever exist? Yep, seven minutes. And quite frankly, doesn't I need to be. F- yeah, I agree, but I fucking love it. <laughs> I. Not to go ahead, but the final chapter is another outro, and I understand stylistically why they did it to close Lost it as it chapter. Yeah, as it being like a narrative album, I get that, but that is so unnecessary. Just end yeah. on visions. Visions is a lovely ender. Um, I I just I I love it. It's my favorite track on the record. Um, yeah, I like the kind of like reversed uh guitar bit at the end. That again is kind of like a callback to Foolish Summer Spaces, where it ends a bit, a bit stranger. Which, if you're listening, just do an album like that, please. Just, <laughs> just go for it. Just, you know, just do it. Yeah, um, I also enjoyed this one. To be honest, um, I like the slide guitar riff that comes in every so often, um, and just the instrumentation. Everything is very nice. Uh, the backing vocals are nice as well. Um, I did think that the outro could have been cut, hundred percent, like massively. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't need the last minute or even less than that, perhaps. But yeah, um, but yeah, it's a good closer, definitely. Uh, I'd agree with that. And like you say, the last chapter is pointless. I don't like um, with with the writer's theme. It transitioned into O to NYC, whereas this is just feels abrupt and. It didn't correlate it at is all to very visions. abrupt, yeah. It just, if they'd have worked it in so it was like an extension of visions, fine, but it's mm. not. And it was just a bit, yeah. 
bit strange. Um, yeah. But I yeah. Think, I feel like it would have made sorry, more sense for it to have been before the last couple of songs. Yeah. Because like, you don't, if you have a book and you're having chapters, you don't suddenly say, oh, it's the last chapter and that is the final page. Yeah. <laughs> the rest <laughs> of what the story is. <laughs> so, yeah, the last chapter is just, uh, yeah. that was the story. <laughs> yeah. But overall, I do really like the record, which isn't a surprise to anyone. Yeah. Um, it's not my favorite Blossoms record by any stretch of the imagination, but I think there's some very clear evidence that, as you say, Yanni, he is, Tom is a great songwriter. Um, I just kind of wish that it wasn't so safe. Um, yeah. Um, I d- yeah, I don't know if I go so far as to say great songwriter. Um, can definitely write a solid tune um, with what seems like ease. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't say he's great because not all the songs he writes are great. Um, yeah, this album just feels a bit too self-indulgent. I don't feel like it... I don't know. I don't. I feel like for them, they probably thought like it wasn't safe, but it ended up being safe. Mm, <laughs> that makes so. sense. I feel like yeah. I can imagine them in the studio thinking, "Oh, this is going to be like we're we're treading um, new water here." Um, yeah, lyrical content. I think they are because it is different, but musically, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty blossoms. Uh, I feel like it would have been better if we hadn't already have had like three albums that were very similar to each other. I know there is, you know, the second album's very synth-heavy. You know, there's mm. more piano-y stuff on the third one. Uh, and then this one, there's a bit more. But it's like the, the progression has been very, very gradual. Mm. So, unfortunately, it does end up sounding very samey. Um, or um, predictable. Yes. But um, please, please go a bit more dangerous next time oh, i thought you're trying to tell me to speed up yeah <laughs> no no no. um yeah go yes. dangerous um dubstep album why not no one's doing that maybe it's not definitely definitely mechanic drive that did not go well there's um, a reason why yes great um, um i'm gonna rate this an eight before you tell me i know i've got heavy now i've got heavy blossom no tax on that i know but that is ridiculous I, I don't care i've enjoyed it thoroughly and i've looked for things to nitpick about which i know is through my blinkers i'm fully aware but yes i am um, uh, sorry i'm actually gonna rate it Funny. based on what i heard and just that i know just from skipping through that it's not gonna be it could potentially have pushed a seven but i'm gonna give it a six i think it in my brain it's not gonna push more than six that makes sense. Um, as someone who has listened to the whole thing i'm going to give it a six completely fair um, because of the reasons I've stated, um, it's yeah, it's a shame because there were some standout songs, but they just you know didn't really do resonate. Much it. Uh, yeah, and they weren't as uh resonating as the other songs that they've released before I passed it. Anyway, um, that's been us. Uh, mean, what is that? Six point six recurring. Uh, median six. Me mode six and the range is two. Do I sound weird to you by any chance? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, you don't. You sound okay. fine. I sound different to myself. Sound really. normal. But yeah, there we go. Um, two nice little range there for the range boys. Yeah, that is good day for the range boys. Right yeah, like you say, yeah. Um, there were some other albums out this week that um we've not all sort of touched on, but Cal and I listened to Bot Party. Sam. Yeah, I listened. I listened to Melody's Echo Chamber as well, uh, the record Emotional Eternal, but that was purely in the background. I enjoyed it sonically, but I can't say I paid too much attention to it. But I will definitely be going back to it. Uh, in terms of Buck Party, uh, new record Alpha Games, I think this is a good return to form for Buck Party, to be fair. It's more... Um, it sounds a lot more like old Buck Party, but they, they mix it well with their new kind of like dancier style kind of well whereas the last record i can't remember what it's called 
who cares? Uh, it was kind of a bit too a bit too much. Did they want into um, four? Yeah, there was one in between four and this. Um, yeah, really can't remember what it's called. Someone Google it, please. Um, but yeah, I, I feel it felt like when they went, when they did the silent alarm um, anniversary tour. I think they kind of realized that oh, we should probably go back to this style, but also do what we what we've moved on to. It just works well for me. Uh, Traps, I think, is a great tune. I really loved that, and I was excited for the album based on that. Callum is a snake. Kelly, is there any need, mate? <laughs> is there any need? What have I ever fight, done to you? Fight, fight, fight. But it's a very good tune. I like it. It's nice and straight to the point. I think it's under two minutes. It's just straight out of the box. It's good. Girls are fighting. Hated it as a single. Much prefer it now. Why that was a single, I have no idea. Of things yet to come. I think this is a beautiful track. It um, it gets that emotional kind of uh, I still remember kind of vibe. But it's just it's brilliant. Sex magic and any means by any means necessary are also two good tracks. And in situ is probably the best track on the record. That is very kind of old school block party. It's very good. And if we get caught, kind of it was a good way to end the, the record. It didn't. It could have ended on that really. Um, I don't think it needed the last track, which names I can't remember. But yeah, that was a good record. If you like Block Party, listen to it. I don't think you'll be too disappointed. I am. Um, I did listen to up to Rough Justice, I think, and I I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it, but it just felt a bit confused yeah. for me. It just felt a bit like sense? it reminded me of the old stuff, but also felt like they were going yeah. for something new, but it wasn't didn't quite work as well as I think they were going for it. Um, but I do want to listen to. I just didn't time constraint didn't get to finish it. But I think I'll listen to it tomorrow. I've just put on in situ, and that sounds really good. It does sound really good. I think <laughs> really you're right there, Callum. Honestly, that might be a good. Song. So I told you, didn't I? I said I I couldn't believe it, but I was very impressed with the record because yeah. I, as much as I enjoyed the singles, I was kind of expecting to be disappointed. But it, I think it lived up to the yeah. expectations that I set. We'll definitely check so, out the other so, album was called Hymns, by the way. Uh, of course it was. I did yeah, like the, the singles on there, but as an album, no. No. Um, thanks for listening to this week's podcast, Liam. Thank you. I've really uh, enjoyed being an audience member podcast. this week. Um, and people at home listening and watching, um, keep up to date with all things we've got coming up because there will be an interview out and we'll tell you about it. Liam's already started waving. This is going to be uh, <laughs> painful for him. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you don't know <laughs> where to follow us, I'm going to tell you right now Instagram and Facebook at Falls on the Hill Podcast, Twitter at Falls on the Hill Pod, YouTube, we type in Falls on the Hill Podcast, go to our channel, subscribe, watch our video, watch the last, he's giving up, watch yeah, the bitch. last uh, episode because it's up there live. Um, ready for you to view it with your eyeballs. Uh, as long as you don't rub them too hard, then you'll stay you on planet Earth. Yes, correct. correct. Um, don't be like Elon. And like, like the video there, because it will make me feel good about myself. Um, need validation from you people, please. I really do. Um, and yeah, just, you know, enjoy yourselves. It's later than you think. Um, <laughs> Talk about you. <laughs> Oh, you silly boy. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, are we doing under, oh, the, under the needle soon? Oh, we've been due one for the past four months. Well, do you think maybe we should use our new format and do it together? Oh yeah, that's a good. Show. Oh, that is actually a very good idea. I'm not doing it now. No, uh, we'll do next week. Well, you know, if you're listening, we'll do it next Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, no, I like that idea. Yeah, see you next Tuesday, lads. See you next Tuesday, <laughs> you bloody... Yes, but, but alas, this is the last chapter, so bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Sorry, and on that note. And on that yes, note. thank you. Waiting on that. Fuck TNL. Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Now we must leave.